The Lord is calling us higher, and it starts with prayer. Join us week after week as ministry leaders from all over the world intercede on behalf of the singles. The Singles Prayer Call is designed to encourage single women and men to become whole, to develop a strong relationship with Christ, to produce good fruit in their lives, to find their purpose, to work in excellence, to develop a stronger prayer life, and reading the Word of God. Stay tuned for The Singles Prayer Call. Happy Saturday, good morning, good afternoon, and good night to all those who are tuning in from different parts of the world. I know I say, you know, this greeting every week because many of you guys are from different parts of the world, and I'm so blessed that you guys connect with me, if that's through social media, my um, Single Who Pray group, or you found me for my devotionals, I am so honored to connect with you. So greetings to everyone. Welcome to a new episode. I am Coach Danielle Powell. Many people call me Coach Danny. I am the founder of Singles Who Pray. I am a content creator for you version. I have many devotionals for my singles. Um, if you are single, feel free to join my private Facebook group, Singles Who Pray. Shout out to all the new members that are joining this month and they joined this week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am a Christian life coach. If you would like coaching, you need help on your single journey. I have programs geared just for singleness. Um, I have programs if you have an idea that needs to come to life or you need um, help with content, social media, certain things for your business. You're looking to launch a book. I have so many different areas that I can help you with. So feel free to sign up for a discovery call. I would love to have you in a way of announcements um, for this upcoming week. I am giving a discount for all of my programs, and this is only for Single Who Pray members. So if you are interested in a discounted coaching program only for this upcoming week, feel free to join my group. And if you would like to set up a discovery call, log on to my website at Pal dot com and i'm so excited for this word today i'm not gonna be long guys my allergies has been on high today in new york i don't know what's going on but my allergies has been messing with me <laughs> so i'm not going to be too long today so i have a beautiful word on today um and i got this word in the beginning of this week and i just prayed about it you know, throughout the week. And, um, and you, as you guys know, I'm still like on a break. So you guys pray for me, um, just spending more time with God and just focusing on things that the Lord has before me and just in preparation and many things that are happening in this season. So guys, continue to pray for me. I will be announcing something in the group soon about um, my journey. Um, I said it on Facebook, so if you guys are my friend, you will see what I said. But I would just want to give a you know private announcement to the Singles Who Pray group. Um, but just continue to pray for me. I'm always praying for you guys. You guys are always on my heart, and I'm always praying for you guys. You know, and I'm just so blessed to be able to serve you because I'm doing this for real, and I want to do this with excellence. Um, 
and to cover you guys. So, um, like I said earlier, that I have a beautiful word. And um, the word for today is childlike faith. And this is a two-part word, and it's based on a dream. Um, like I, like before, I haven't said this in a while, but take every word to the Lord in prayer. I pray that this word is going to encourage someone, confirm something for someone, or just you know uplift someone in this season. Um, I mean, on today. So people that truly know me know that I absolutely love children. I used to want a football team. <laughs> I still want kids. I still want mad kids, but you know, like one, two, three, four, let me stop. Um, <laughs> I still want kids, whatever God wants, you know, however, how many kids God wants me to have when I'm married, I still would love kids. Um, so I had a dream on Sunday night, you know, after one of those good old church naps, um, I had a dream and in the dream, there was a baby boy. He was, you know, a toddler in the dream. And the particular toddler is someone very dear to my heart. So in real life. So this dream was like really good. And the toddler took my hand. It was holding my hand in the dream and guiding me to different places. He was so bold and he knew exactly where he was taking me. Like he was confident. He was like, let's go. I'm taking you to this place. And anytime I think about boys, I think about how adventurous they are, how, you know, they're just so bold and they're just like, you know, they just do whatever. I grew up with uh, little brother and he was always getting into stuff he was very bold he didn't care he was not scared of anything like we would be scared of bugs or you know you go outside my little brother would he would play with them so boys are so special and they're so you know bold so um the first part of the dream with the baby boy guiding me represents childlike faith because anytime I dream about, I have a dream about children, you know, and I know God is speaking in that dream, it reminds me of a new season. And many of us, God is doing a new thing in our lives. Anytime, you know, there is a new season, it's exciting, but it's scary. So go with me to Psalm 8 and 2. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, my God silencing your enemies who will oppose you and go with me to Matthew 18 2 through 4 Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them then he said I will tell you the truth unless you turn from your sins and become like little children you would never get into the kingdom of heaven so anyone who becomes as humble let me say that again as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And again, anytime I think about childlike faith, I think about being humble, truly humble, totally submitting to God, being teachable, and trusting the Lord with everything. While sometimes our walk with God is not always easy, we have to be like children. Cry one moment, then play the next. And I have two beautiful twin goddaughters and I also have another goddaughter she's she is the sister of them and she's much older and they were always like come to my house this is story time you guys know I have some type of story <laughs> and they would always come to my house 
when I would babysit them and they would always be, you know, playing, be playing around. And I recalled one time they were like playing, you know, like children and one of them fell down and I like ran to her like, oh my God, are you okay? You know, you know, sometimes when kids fall, like you're not supposed to really like get all, you know, excited, but they were a little older. So I was just like, are you okay? Um, Cause you know, when a baby falls, you post to not like say anything. Cause you know, many you say, oh, oh, you know, like, or, you know, they will start crying, but they were a little older. They probably had to be like five. So, you know, they were cool. And I just, you know, ran over like, are you okay? And then, um, one of the twins, she got him and said, I'm okay. And she just started running and, you know, not running, but playing around like nothing even happened. And she kept falling and like it kept happening over and over again. She kept falling, and every time I'm like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "I'm okay." Kept running again, you know, playing around. Then again, fell again. I'm okay, and it was just after a while it became like so funny. Like like she would say, we were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm okay," because it was like nothing. She would just get up and go back to playing. And again, some of us have to, you know, cry one moment and then play, run off to play the next. Whenever I think about a parent-child relationship, a healthy parent-child relationship, I think about the level of trust the child has for their parents. They trust them to feed them, to clothe them, to care for them, to protect them, and love them. And children have no control over their lives. Parents are there to guide them, to nurture them, to help them to develop, and to cover them. If this is a parent that, you know, is a Christian, they cover them in prayer. And that's how our relationship with Christ should be. No matter much how no matter how much we grow in the Lord, how much we know about God, how much we experience God. No matter how much experience we have with this walk, we should always look at the Lord with childlike faith. Sometimes we may come across hard seasons and, you know, hard seasons can make us think we know what's best for us because we've been in a season for so long that, no, I know what I should do and I know how things should go down. But we have to truly trust God and what he is doing in this season. And we must trust the Lord with everything we have. And I came across a quote. Um, you know, sometimes you look at your memories from Facebook, and it was a quote I posted like a few years ago. And the quote was, you have no idea what I have planned for you. Stop trying to plan everything yourself. Sign God. And I just love this quote because sometimes we think we know everything. We think we know how things should go down. We think we know God's plan and God's will and how God should do things. And God sometimes does things the total opposite. Yes, God will give us the vision. God will show us certain things. But our thoughts are not his thoughts. And you might be in the middle of something in your life and you don't know the next step. But God sees the beginning, the middle, because some of y'all are in the middle. Some of us, we have passed the beginning of, you know, whatever we're going through. We are in the middle <laughs> and we are trying to get to the end of it. But God sees the beginning, the middle and the end of a thing. So you have to take your hand off of it. Chill, breathe easy and rest because we have no idea what the Lord has planned for us. And let the one and only true God 
have his complete way in your life. Not just halfway, his complete way in your life. And the beautiful plan of God is yet unfolding. Let me say that one more time. I just feel that in my spirit. The beautiful plan of God is yet unfolding. Go with me to Matthew 17 and 20. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible. Amen. That's such a rich word. We have to have faith of a mustard seed. Do you know how small a mustard seed is? That's the type of faith that the Lord is looking for us to have. And our faith will move mountains. And sometimes our faith has to be like childlike faith. Because sometimes, you know, when you grow, when you first become saved, you know, you know, when you first become saved, you have so much faith. You are so excited about the Lord. And sometimes on that journey, you know, living for God. Sometimes your faith does become depleted. That's what I'm telling you guys on today. Have faith, childlike faith on today. Let this be a, a day where you like, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you like never before. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to humble myself so that I can believe big again. So I can believe in you like never before. I don't know about you guys. I always try to keep myself in a teachable stage. I don't know everything about God. I don't care how much I grow and how much um, things happen in my life. I always want to see God in a way that is like childlike and just see him do things that I never seen him before. Always have new eyes to see the Lord do major things. So I told you guys earlier that this will be a part two of the dream. And I don't know why the Lord gave me this this way, but you know, God always does works with me very uniquely. So um, in this dream, it's the same dream. Um, it's like the, you know, my, um, the taller was not there anymore, but I knew that he was leading me to something, which was this beautiful, refreshing water. Like and it, the color of, you know, sometimes you could go to certain beaches and the water is not that blue or it just doesn't look it was just like the most bluest water I have ever seen it was so beautiful it was so refreshing and I mentioned many times in different podcasts I love being by the water I love the water but you guys don't know I can't swim so I don't if I go to the beach I'm not like going in the water like that like I'll probably get my feet wet but I'm not going to be you know I don't know how to swim so I'm not going to go deep into it but in this dream I was really close to like the water was high and I had no fear it was just I was just taking in this refreshing moment and I just felt the holy spirit you know all around me it was just a beautiful dream when I woke up I felt so refreshed um and just you know I was just in a very joyful spirit and I was calm. So go with me to St. John 4 and 10. Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you, who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Amen. Go with me to St. John. Let's go down to St. John 14 through 15. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will Anyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but anyone 
But whoever drinks, excuse me, drinks the water I will I give them would never thirst. Indeed, the water I will give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. My God. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. I just love this story. This is about the Samaritan woman. Um, she asked Jesus why he was talking to her because, you know, in that day, most Jews would not associate themselves with a Samaritan woman. She was considered an outcast, but Jesus didn't care. He went right after her. And through this encounter, this conversation, she was seen by Jesus. Remember, she was an outcast. She had many things that made her feel like she wasn't supposed to be in this man's presence, right? And Jesus knew all about her past. He knew what she was dealing with. He, you know, was just having a very real conversation with her. He knew about her sins and her secrets. He knew about all the men. Like he asked her, like you have husbands. He knew all the men that she was dealing with in her life. He knew all the men that was filling a void in her life. And some of us, as we may not have men filling, filling a void in our life, but some of us have things in our life that may be filling a void that only God can fill. Let me say that one more time. Some of us are, have, are filling a void that only God can fill. It could be a relationship. It could be a job, material things, goals. Sometimes even goals is just a, a void that we just try to fill, you know, keep filling up. Things of this world, a way of living, some habits, some bad habits could be filling a void. And sometimes we are looking outside of Christ so that we can continue to fill those voids. But Jesus is saying, I am the living water and I can fill you up with everything that you need. We don't have to be thirsty of the things of this world. Jesus can obey our thirst. Y'all remember that old Sprite commercial? I don't like Sprite, by the way. <laughs> um, but you remember back in the days, it was so many different, you know, commercial ads. And just it was just a great promotion for Sprite. Obey your thirst. We know anytime you see obey your thirst, that's Sprite. But I'm going to say on today, Jesus is obeying our thirst. My gosh. Let me say that one more time. Jesus is obeying our thirst. And God's love for us never runs dry. I'm going to read one more scripture. Um, St. John 7 and 37. On the last day, the climax of this festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Amen. And that is just, this is just a two-part word. And I hope that, you know, maybe one part will speak to you, other part or both parts. I pray that this word was a blessing. We are called to have childlike faith. We are, God is giving us living water. We don't have to thirst after things of this world. So I pray that this word was a blessing um, and we're going to pray. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, 
We thank you for who you are. We thank you for you waking us up this morning. And that is a blessing. We ask that you would touch every single listener, touch this broadcast, God, with your glory, with your honor, God. We ask that you would touch every listener. You know where they're listening from, every state, every country, every area. Anoint them afresh, oh God. Lord, send a blessing on today, oh God. Wrap their arms, wrap your arms around them, oh God. Show them that you are with them on today, oh God. Lord, we thank you for you increasing our faith in this season. We thank you for you giving us a childlike faith, God. We thank you for us taking posture or humility, oh God. We thank you for you giving us a teachable spirit in this season, God. We thank you for us just submitting to your will, submitting to your call, submitting to your plan in this season, God. Trusting that you are working it out for our good. You are working things out in our favor, God. So, Lord, continue to help us to have that posture of humility on today, oh God. Keep us humble, God. Keep our eyes to see you in a new way, oh God. Keep our hearts close to you, oh God. Lord, we thank you for you always giving us the living water. We don't have to thirst after the things of this world. We don't have to thirst after things that keep us empty, God. We don't have to thirst after things that you are giving us already, God. We just want to thirst after you, God. We want to put you first in our life, God. Lord, we come against any idols in our life, God. We tear them down in the mighty name of Jesus. We put you back in your rightful place, oh God. So Lord, we thank you for you refreshing us on today, God giving us a new joy, new strength, new dreams, new vision, refreshing us in all areas where we need refreshment. Oh, God, so Lord, we just want to give you all the honor. Lord, we thank you for how you are going to move in this weekend, God. We're going to see you in a different light, oh God. We're going to allow the Holy Spirit to take over and do the work that needs to be done in our lives. So we just want to give you all the honor and praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.